Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Welcome to the Transform You Live show. Get inspired and motivated to make a real transformation in your life and business using the power of optimism and mental focus. For more information, visit TransformYouBroadcast.com. That's Transform the Letter U Broadcast.com. Now let's make way for your hosts, Marcus Paul. Hello, my people, my people. Welcome back to another amazing show. And we got another awesome guest here. And actually, we was able to converse quite uh, earlier before recording. And he is a very amazing uh, individual and character. And I can't wait to just enjoy this conversation. And who am I talking about? I'm talking with Mr. Eric Peter Brown. Uh, he was born in in Rochester, New York, and as a child, he loved adventure in his life and on television as well. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure all of us can uh, relate with this. Uh, and at the age of four, he was already caught in the web of action and would climb onto rooftops, fall off of them, <laughs> and crash through them as well, and uh, brush himself off and try, try again. Um, and he enjoyed many of the, the, the most uh, common shows that we all enjoy. Uh, Sepsi Street, uh, the likes of um, Batman, the hospital, and the list goes on and on. Um, but, you know, as it says, um, everything happens for a reason. And therefore, you know, where we are now, the supremacy was born. Uh, so uh, we are here tonight uh, to talk about um, the book, The Supremacy, uh, the uh, Wittico, uh influence. Uh, I may be um, mispronouncing that, but he will correct me on the other end here. So without further ado, let me bring on Mr. Brown. So Mr. Brown, how are you here tonight? I am doing great. Uh, before we get started, I wanted to say happy holidays and send a warm thank you, big thank you to Justin Blake and his team. Justin is the Senior Director at Far Eastern Marketing. And it is because of their work that I am here. And thank you. Great. Thank you to them, you know, for bringing you, you know. So I am very humbled to be able to talk to you tonight. It's always a joy to talk to amazing individuals like yourself and great minds, uh, especially for this great work here that we have here before us. So, you know, I would like to know, you know, about your transformation to, you know, uh, bring you to about where you are now. So tell us much about that. Well, it was a long trip. Uh, as I said, everything happens for a reason. And my trip, it took me a long, it took me the long way around to come back to where I really wanted to be. I was all ready to go to the school that I wanted to for creative writing and everything. And I got stonewalled and I was ill-equipped being just that I'm only 18 to deal with that kind of resistance, 
uh, the blockade into, you know, to blocking what I want to do. It deterred me. It derailed me. But I'm back. I'm here. And now I'm a force that no one can stop. It did, but there was a really good, something good did come out of it. And what it was, it was me creating the supremacy. The supremacy is a science fiction fantasy, action adventure. And I've started out with a trilogy, which is a mini series. Book one is the is called The Supremacy, The Wetico Influence. And it is actually the introduction and how it starts off. I'm not going to be giving any, um, I'm not going to be giving any spoilers, but essentially how it starts off is the human, Mark Hawkins, who was recruited two years prior. He's telling the story. Um, he is under arrest for murder, sabotage, and treason. And now he is telling us how all of this had unfolded, starting with the catalyst that led to his recruitment, which is the death of an augment, another human augment, battling the lynxes. The lynxes are artificial life forms, geniuses, mechanical. Now, I know a lot of things have been done with people, with machines and humans. That's not this. In this galaxy, humans are the minority, not the majority. Aliens are the majority. And the aliens are not all humanoid, which means they do not all have human-like qualities. Um, so what happens is, so the, getting back to the Lynxes, so the Lynxes has one prime directive, and that is the eradication of all sentient, that means self-aware species. It doesn't care if you are, it doesn't care what your species are. It doesn't care what your race is. As long as you are sentient, you are on the hit list. That's one of the enemies that the supremacy has to deal with. The supremacy are family. They're, the, they are formed, the supremacy is formed of pride. Each pride consists of 1,000 creatures from all across the galaxy. And they have an alpha. The alpha is also father. What I've done with this is I also have taken away the norm of the human military hierarchy. Although the supremacy is a military institution, theirs is based more on an animal hierarchy. The alpha is the leader of the pride, but he is also father. The omega is second of the pride. Now, this is where things get a little, get start to swish and go all around. The mother of the pride is actually the creature that the ship is attached to. Yes, so this is definitely, you know, a lot of tr transformational, uh, you know, uh, colorism, you know, like uh, you, you definitely painted us, uh, you know, a, a, a lot of uh, different, you know, um, you know, elements in here, and and that is mm -hmm. definitely, you know, something, you know, um, that stands out, um, 
And that's beautiful. So, you know, um, as you was writing this, um, did you did you actually have to go and, and do some, some research outside of um, uh, the, the, the research that I did? Oh, I'm sorry for cutting you off. Go ahead, go ahead. Uh, the research that the research that I did is I looked up and found out that the same formula for science fiction has been used for for the past 200 years in literature and film. I had to change that. Yes. At first, but when I first started writing, I made the same mistakes most authors do. They gravitate to something that is popular, right. borrow bits and pieces from that, put their own spin on it. Absolutely. I threw that book out the window. It got in the way. So by changing the by changing the formula, what I've done is I've made aliens the forerunners. Every planet is not going to have a breathable atmosphere. Most of the aliens are not going to speak colloquial English better than humans. Right. Sorry, got to go. Now, the life protectors, the Shita, that is exactly what they are. They don't care what your life is. If you are being threatened unjustly, they're going to stand between you and what the, and what is threatening them. I'll tell you right now, you're going to want to do things peacefully with them because they have a, they have an oath and their oath is we kill when we must, not when we wish. We are Sikah. And that holds a lot of power because usually when it's a military, they kill first and then try the peaceful way. Exactly. The supremacy will do everything in their power to make to try to handle it without killing. One of the things that is really interesting about book one, which um, I had reproduced and it's going to be coming out within the next month or two, is that they you go through the whole book and although there is killing in the book. Although they are dealing with killing here and there, they themselves are doing all that they can not to kill, except where the lynxus is concerned. That lets the gloves come off. They have to. They're trying to keep a species from being eradicated. Right. Can't go soft gloves with them, especially with creatures who are determined to take you out. Yeah, this is definitely a, a new new message, you know, uh, in itself, you know, and uh, that you know we can, you know, actually promote. Um, you know, uh, I I can see, you know, uh, as this, you know, is the message throughout the book is, you know, definitely, you know, um, peace first before before war. Uh, is is that definitely the angle you were looking to to go? Actually, it has different messages. One message is that diversity is power. Yeah, definitely. I, I can see that as well. Okay. Yeah. That, is, that, that is probably one of the strongest. The other message is that we do not pick and choose 
who our families are. The Shita, our family. It doesn't matter that they're different species. Once you're a member of the pride, you're family. That's powerful. You're treated as family. The uh, the pridesmen are referred to each other constantly as brother and sister. You know, go find your brother Talon. Go find your sister Neva. They know they're brothers and sisters. The concept takes a little while for humans to get used to because they're not used to that level of, um, what's a good word? They're not used to that level of, of I'm trying to think of a word I can't, it's not coming to me. Anyways, um, well, there's some resistance because you have because humans are dealing with their own prejudice. We can barely get along with humans without saying them, they, those. How are you going to react when you're on a ship full of aliens, not humans, who are thinking, who call you brother, who call you sister? Yeah, exactly. You got to deal with it. You're gonna. It's something that you learn. Okay, it really is. Um, as far as the story goes for the actual, it's the, the ethical influence. And what I did, I chose that name because um, it, it is. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Is inflation taking a bite out of your grocery budget? Andrews Federal Credit Union is here to help. Introducing our Inflation Buster Share Certificate with 5% APY for seven months now through December 14th. Bring your money to Andrews Federal Credit Union today. The Inflation Buster account must be open with new money. Andrews Federal Credit Union membership is not just for the military. We also serve the community. Visit andrewsfcu.org. Federally insured by NCUA. Membership eligibility required. APY equals annual percentage yield. Must have a $1,000 minimum balance to earn advertised APY. It's a type of madness. What the weptical influence is, is... It's a disease, but it's unlike any that you've ever encountered. It's not biological. It's not pathogen. It is the essence of evil that unlocks your most violent nature. And it's dangerous. It's highly dangerous because now you've got species trying to take out species who have been friends for 50, 60, or 500 years apiece. All of a sudden, they're trying to kill each other. One of, the, one of the responsibilities of the supremacy, no war. If there is a war, you must contain it to your planet and only to your planet. The moment you take your war into orbit of your planet, it becomes a supremacy problem. You're going to want to do what they tell you to because they're going to stop your war one way or another. The supremacy is the most powerful force in the Janakum galaxy. And this galaxy is twice removed from ours. Now, where the 
where the fantasy part comes in is that there's magic in it. And I'm not talking about the Earth type of magic. This is alien magic. Totally different from human magic. And the creatures there, they actually have, they're, they're, you need to be able to separate them from what their abilities are and what, what they can do as a species and what else they are taught. For instance, Miva. Miva's natural form, she's four feet tall, uh, sandy blonde hair covering her whole body except for her face and hands. She's an animorph. She can, she can actually change into any animal in the galaxy at will. However, she has been taught to be a wizard. Now, she cannot use her animal shape-shifting abilities when she uses her magic, and she cannot use her magic when she's in animal form. They've got to have limitations to their powers. Uh, Avidia. Avidia is actually the pilot. However, she is half snake, half humanoid. She cannot see. She does not have eyes, but she has a sonar sense that enables her to see better than most sighted species. Now, she, her abilities is telepathy, empathy. However, she is a mystic because she was taught the mystic arts. <laughs> nice, nice. So, so as you was... The Each creature... Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, so, so as you was developing these, um, these characters, um, um, as they were coming to you in your mind, um, mm-hmm. were, were you, were you, did you, were the characteristics, did the characteristics come first? Or were I had actually they pretty much came to say I need to know when I was creating the characters, each one, each character really has their own personality. And I wanted to keep that. Um, So each character, even their name, you know, the way they look, all of this took time for me. I didn't just pull out a hat and just slap it on. Um, I really thought about all of it. Um, for instance, Talon. Talon, his, his species is called Scorpion. He is considered one of the strongest species in the galaxy. He is pure reptilian biped. He has a tail which only is visible when he is in combat or making love. Otherwise, it looks more like a little stub in the back of him. Kind of creepy, but um, he is seven feet tall. Triple XL. He has a forked tongue that will slip through his elongated mouth. And because he is reptilian, he has a very cold nature. Even though he is cheetah, he still has to be reminded, don't kill. Because as a reptilian born of a savage race, death and killing is second nature. Nice. And he's scary when he's uh, angry. (laughs) I mean, his own pridesmen, they're like, we love you, dude, but you're scary when you're angry. (laughs) So 
Yeah, so that's what I mean by each one has their different personality. Jorah Kenton, the alpha of the pride, he is twice the size. He is actually built like a lion, but he's twice the size of his African counterpart on Earth. He has an orangey red fur, a, a rich red mane, orange green eyes, and his claws are capable of slicing through metal. Wow. He speaks over a hundred different languages. Don't look at him as an animal. <laughs> he's highly intelligent. He's a strategist. And he's alpha for a reason. In human military, they, they give you promotions according to how long you've been in service. He's an alpha for a reason. Just like in the animal kingdom, <laughs> he's alpha for a reason. He hasn't, it's not just something he's given. <laughs> and if you strike your alpha in front of the, the, in front of the pridesmen, what you are actually doing is you are challenging him for the throne and leadership of the pride. That's usually a death match. Wow. Yeah, this this has definitely got a lot of a lot of elements in it, you know, that, you know, um just you know, you, you really thought of everything uh that, you know, it, it possibly could have needed um you know to, to bring it full circle and you know, it, there's a lot of visual visual aspects that that, that drain Brings you right into the book and, and, and puts you right center uh, with the characters. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, I, it, but it goes, I mean, it, it's now, now, now we can move on to, you want to talk about their technology. Aside from, aside from the supremacy holding the, aside from the, the uh, supremacy holding the knowledge of, possessing the knowledge to fourth dimension technology, where the inside of some place is larger than the outside. I would say their best weapon, aside from themselves, is their Kaja. The Kaja is a mold, is a, a Kaja is a morphogenic device. Either it can be a tool or it can be a weapon. It depends on what the creator built into it. And it is controlled by the mind. No buttons to push. You do everything mentally. So it is actually, when you create a Kaja, it's actually your Kaja. And the best, and, and they have a multitude of different weapons. They have the gauntlet. The gauntlet has no stun setting. Why? Because not all aliens respond to a stun setting. What it does have is a plasma shock um, pulse. That will get your attention. <laughs> okay. And, it, and, and the gauntlet, you know, it is, is immense in power. Now, if you want to get down to their basic weapon, that would be the Kaja blade. The Kaja blade is a sword fashioned to the use to whatever the user decided it wants to be. In Mark Hawkins' case, 
His sword represents a non-traditional Japanese katana where the handle is is um, wrapped in red ray skin as opposed to black. Definitely. So, so when it came to, to weaponry, you know, uh, w was there any particular movies or di any particular comic books that, like, you, you, you referenced back to? to, to like, Actually... Actually, all everything I've always seen just came flooding in. Things that I thought was funny. Um, I don't know if you've ever watched the '60s Batman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, where did he pull out that big ass shield <laughs> that he uses? You know. And then, then you have shows like Highlander. Uh -huh. They're always pulling out oh, swords. Yeah. Nice and it's like, okay, but where did you keep out. that thing? Exactly. Where'd you keep that thing? So whenever I see something, they're like pulling, just pulling something out. I'm thinking, where do you put that? Then I started thinking, you know, they need to be able to move because part of, part of their training is martial arts coupled with um, acrobatics, gymnastics. They're going to be tumbling, twisting, moving. They're not going to have all this gear on them. What do I need? Oh, I create a weapon that is morphogenic. It responds to their thoughts. If they need a grapple, they have a grapple. If they need a staff, they have a staff. If they need a sword, they have a sword. Gauntlet, gauntlet. Shield, armor, got it. Came up with the Kaja. Nice. I like that. Uh, that... That is definitely, you know, uh, great information, uh, great informational way to start and, you know, and to, to really uh, embody, uh, get them to embody the, uh, the, the, the way that they remove, remove and, and to re really uh, fight the battles. Um, mm -hmm. So, so being, being that we almost got like uh, eight minutes away here, so. What, okay. Yeah, so what. What do you want the readers to get most uh, out of the book? I want them to enjoy it more than anything. This is a good old-fashioned action adventure. Although it is science fiction, science fiction is the umbrella. Underneath it, you've got fantasy, magic, action, adventure. You've got romance. You've got terror. You've got chills, you've got suspense, you've got the drama, you've got all those things, all those ingredients that makes the story worth reading. Yeah, Any story, whether it's film or whether it's literature, it's got to be something. Now, it, it can't be just all action, action, action with no intelligible dialogue. The dialogue is going to help drive it. The emotions behind the dialogue is going to help drive it. I can't agree with you more. I, I definitely am, you know, am enjoying you just, you know, taking me through the journey and, you know, and just describing, you know, um, the, the ultra details of uh, what to expect um, from from reading. And I can't, you know, I hope to that it would, one you would want to consider taking it to the screen. Yeah. Oh, well, that's how it is. Actually, the book was written um, for those who have.
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Is inflation taking a bite out of your grocery budget? Andrews Federal Credit Union is here to help. Introducing our Inflation Buster Share Certificate with 5% APY for seven months now through December 14th. Bring your money to Andrews Federal Credit Union today. The Inflation Buster account must be open with new money. Andrews Federal Credit Union membership is not just for the military. We also serve the community. Visit andrewsfcu.org. Federally insured by NCUA. Membership eligibility required. APY equals annual percentage yield. Must have a $1,000 minimum balance to earn advertising. Read it. Uh, it they will they notice that it's written part literature, part script. Oh yeah, that's oh yeah. That's so it's more like a script book, and I feel that I'm just going to I'm breaking the rules, not because I don't know about the rules, but because those rules are for typical science fiction. This is anything but typical. Um, I've only mentioned a tad. I've only given you a taste. Um, like I said, in book one, I'm not going to give away any spoilers, but it is not going to go the way that you think. If you skip pages, like you call yourself just uh, skimming through it, you are going to miss because there are twists and turns. The, the dialogue of originality, the characters, and the characters. Everybody's going to have their own favorite character. Um, one character that it seems that a few people like, they've told me already, is Tor Sivkins. Tor Sivkins is the average height of a, of a human. He is orange-skinned. He has long reddish brown hair, beige eyes. He is the Argi Alpha. Uh, that means that he is, think of him as the uh, chief medical officer. However, he is far more capable. He can, he can actually work on over a hundred different species, including their mother, who is the Zentawish, the creature that the ship is is attached to, and their brothers and sisters, her offsprings. Wow. They're still family. Okay. The thing about Tor is his species is called Feng Shui. They are inherently sarcastic, intelligent, five times stronger than humans, nearly three times as fast. But they are forever a wise ass, and they're they're being a wise ass, whether it's a good time or not. This is his species. Just like Talon has to re- be reminded not to kill, he has to be reminded when to control that trait of his. Aside from that, he loves sex. He will blow off combat training to go have sex. And even if they're in the middle, 
of like trying to save a race, he'll be still like, you know, um, so back at my habitat when we're finished. Are you kidding me? Whoa, 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 hold up. We're in the fight of our lives, trying to save a species from being eradicated by the lynxes, and you're making plans to screw me? I'm like, this is the first time. That's tar. <laughs> a different, each character, what people need to realize is that with the exception of Mark Hawkins and Antonio Franco Batista, aside from those human augments, there are no humans on this ship. And don't look at them like humans. If they do something that surprises you, go with it. Don't, don't start. Well, what? I don't believe they did that. There's a lot of stuff that's going to happen that you're not going to believe. Now, I'll give you a little, just a little hint. Um, I am currently working on, I'm currently working with some other people. We are putting together a short film prequel okay. titled The Supremacy endangered species and we are really looking to take it we're looking to bring it to sundance and canon and those for the festival that's coming up so that's going to that's a little bit down the road but it's going to happen in 2020 oh, yeah, that's, but that will be the first time that you get a pee a taste of the supremacy on film oh yeah i got it yeah, I gotta, I gotta be, I gotta be informed. <laughs> yeah, yeah if, you, if you got any type of medalist uh, or uh, some short, uh, we we would love to be informed, uh, Eric. And, you know, it definitely would be uh, quite, you know, um, to, you know, just, you know, we we will be totally interested in like, um, you know, having first dibs on that list, you know, um. You know, we, we definitely want to be well, as, intrigued about yes, as, as we as we get closer we got and we start doing it. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's going to start coming out. Now, I did want to say that currently there is a book of the supremacy called The Wetical Influence that is out by me. However, I have been diligent in trying to remove all those copies because they are from... A, they are from another publishing company that I had to fire because they they actually marketed my book ten dollars higher than what it was supposed to be. Now, even with their greedy self doing that, Barnes and Nobles and Amazon sold out of my book even at the incredible high price that they had. Oh yeah, um, you you pretty you pretty rank pretty high in the rate uh, ratings uh, rankings. Uh, so, you know, um, you know, you you definitely are the real deal, uh, Eric. And you know, we you know that's why we're so humble to have you here tonight to to be you know sharing sharing on this platform, you know, on you know this this wonderful work work of art. Well, thank you. I mean, I, I appreciate being here, and I'm, I'm really, it's, this is really exciting. It really is exciting. Um, just creating something that isn't out there. I know there are, like, a lot of people who are, like, a little, 
wary of it because it's new. But as I'm explaining to the people on my team working on this project, we are trailblazers. This is the first time anyone has seen this. Think of it like this. Go back to 1968 when Star Trek originally aired. It was unlike anything on television at that time. And though the supremacy is not made for television at all, um, I'm, I'm hoping that it has, I'm actually working towards, not hoping, but I know that once people get this, it is going to excel, you know, um, even the name, I had to choose a name that stood out. And originally I was going to go with Cheetah and I'm thinking, you know, not everybody has the phonetics for that. Then I, then it's like, but what are the Cheetah? It's the Cheetah supremacy. Take out Cheetah and just put the supremacy. Bang. You got it. It sticks with you. Definitely. Well, we, we greatly appreciate you, you know, and all that you're doing. And, uh, and, and just for this break, you know, this breakthrough of creativity, you know, and, you know, just uniqueness and, and for being an individual and trailblazer, um, you know, for just, you know, setting, setting yourself apart in the science fiction uh, realm, you know, um, you know, we, we, we all just, you know, need to uh, embrace um, uniqueness. Um, you know, some, you know, we, we all, you know, sometimes we, we try too hard to, to duplicate, you know, what, what you know what's been working you know uh, quote unquote what's been working <laughs> mm-hmm. you got to use the quote the quotes when you know when you say what's been working for others you know and and that and that doesn't necessarily apply for everybody you know uh, what's been working for others don't necessarily work for you you know sometimes you have to be the one to stand up and and um and and, and lead the, and take the torch you know, the torch into a different direction well, what really did it to me is I honestly, I got tired of seeing the same formula. Yes. Yeah. And I got tired of it. It's like, and I mean, when you're, when you're a kid, it's all great. I got older. It's still the same thing. I got older. It's still the same thing. I got over. Oh, come on, guys. Change it, will you? Yeah. No, they're going to keep going with it. So that is actually what spawned me on to or spurred me on to just, I got to have something different. I even, when I first, um, just before my book first came out in February 2016, when the book first came out, oh, I'm sorry, excuse me, 2000. 17 February 2017 when the book first came out it was you know I, I had gone to I got to Hollywood for the pitch of book to film festival and I sat down as sort of like speed dating for uh, directors and producers who just well, you just tell them what your story is at least four tables we're like, what made you decide to do something like this? I wanted something different. They're like, wow. The problem was, is that most of the directors and people there were for television. I know this isn't for television. This is totally not for television. This is brutal. It's, it's violent. 
It's savage. But it's wonderful because you see also the beauty in it. You see these beautiful, absolute gorgeous planets, and you see what the supremacy reckon, uh, represents. And also, what I've done, just to, let you, to give you a quick, the Jorit's pride, the Zenobian, Sheetah, they are the wild cards of the supremacy. They are just as good as the flagship possibly better nice but they're the wild cards and that's the first time usually wild cards are a bunch of jugheads and screwballs and screw-ups who get you who get lucky and can complete a mission oh no they are very good at what they do they just have a problem with certain rules and regulations so they're not considered the flagship which is fine by them. Um, that is a rivalry that will become more known in book two, the continuation. And all three books are actually laced together. They're not, they, there are double stories in each one. So the double story here is going to be uh, dealing with the Wetico and trying to stop the influence before it turns into something cataclysmic, during which time nine of your power hitters have been adopted. Wow. And you don't know by whom, why, or where. Very fascinating. That story actually leads into the next story, which the continuation, which is the supremacy reign of the sorcerer. That's when they have to take the gloves off because this sadistic sorcerer wants to make himself into a god. Incredible. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, I'm, I'm just I'm just mind blown here again. You know, and I'm just, you know, literally sabulating <laughs> uh, at the at the at the fact, you know, uh, that you know uh, that we have um such great work here so so go ahead and tell us where we can find um you know the book and, and okay uh, and well please. the the old no the old version and the reason why it's an old version not that there's anything wrong with it but after i had separated from author house okay i i i started if i'm going to i have to reproduce this let me start adding this a little more i started i put in about 30 percent more action romance intrigue drama i filled in the blanks after the i made it i basically made it reader friendly in the original i didn't put the the um my version of the spelling for the word that I was using next to it, you'd have to go to the glossary. In this version, I've taken out the glossary. So when you see alpha, alpha in this galaxy is spelled E-L-P-H-A-H. -H. But in parentheses and commas, I have it A-L-P-H-A. You will recognize a word next to it, and you will know that that means alpha. 
And that's what I've done because I've taken the normal wording and I put my spin on it so it looks alien. Pilot. I spell pilot P-Y-L-O-T instead of P-I-L-O-T. And when you look at it, you actually know you actually are being drawn into the alien world. The wording and everything that is used, you're now sucking you in and it holds you. And that's what I like. I like that it holds you, that it makes your mind buzz with questions, that makes you want that, that it catches you off guard when you think it's going to go one way and it just did a double loop barrel roll and went in another direction. You're like, whoa, wait a second. I thought, nope. However you think it's going to go, guarantee you it's not. And that's that's part of the that's part of it. One of the things I always hate is that have you ever watched a movie and you've got it completely figured out within the fifth, first fifteen minutes? Yeah. You know who the villain is. You know what's going to happen. You know how it's going to unfold. Right. Where is the fun in that? This you will, but I will tell the people who read this book. It's going to cause you to think. This isn't a light read. And as I said, it's not made for children. It has graphic violence, uh, adult language, adult situation, nudity. It has sex. It has all the key elements that says this is an adult book. This ain't nothing that you're going to be reading to your child at night about. Well, there's going to be scenes where you're going to put the book down and not read because it just scares the hell out of you. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like I said, I poured into it all the ingredients of genres that I love. And that is what's packed into the supremacy. This is, this is what differs the supremacy from anything else. It may have bits and pieces of elements from things that you know, but think of it as like baking a cake. They all have the same ingredient, but it's what you do that differs it. Exactly. This is no different. I made sure this is different. I made sure the creatures that I created here are unlike any anywhere else. And this is not animation. This is live action. Yeah, this is going to be totally incredible. So, so uh, is there any, any, anything else as far as like contact information or anything else you want to just add at the back end of uh, our conversation here? Okay, well, for right now, like I said, for, for right now, this is the information we have. Um, as soon as the book comes out, the reproduction book, as soon as the, the revision book, as soon as that one comes out, and as I said, that should be within about a month or two, oh, you guys are going to know about it. You guys will know about it. Oh, yeah. Um, as I said, uh, 
Justin Blake. He's the senior director of Far Eastern Marketing. He has been great. Um, it's because of him that I'm interviewing with you guys, which I appreciate so much. Um, I've got a television interview coming up next week, and I'm working in I put together a short script on their request. They love it. I mean, instantly. And that was the rough draft. They absolutely loved it. And it's only about 12, 14 minutes long. That's it. Because like I said, it's a short film. But they absolutely loved it. We're already going to, we're already working on starting the final location so we can shoot. We're going to be shooting someplace either in New Jersey or upstate New York because of the setting that I set up. Nice. I like that. Wow, you, you, you totally got uh, some big things on the, on the, on the way here. And um, we, we look forward to, you know, just uh, hearing hearing about so much more. We're going to uh, continue to, to, uh, to stay on your trail uh, as you uh, open up and bloom. Um, the oh, oh, please, please do. I mean, I want people to know about this. I want so many people to know about this. Yes. I mean, I, I know that everybody's like, oh, I want to see the Supreme. I want to, you know, read it. It's very exciting. But even as exciting as it is right now, the new version coming out is is going to be triple that. Because I put in, um, for example, in the first book, I didn't talk about the relationship between Tor and Anisha, the human augment. Okay? There is more conversation. Basically, I make, I've done things to make it more reader-friendly and to answer some questions that you may have been uncertain about. I don't make it's not an easy reader by any means. Okay. Um, but it'll help you to keep in it. I mean, it'll draw you in. Just just the first page, you're drawn in because you've got questions that your mind is already asking. Murder? Hold on, hold, hold up. Doesn't this usually go where you're accused of murder and then you try to prove your innocence? You're guilty? And you're going to just tell us how the story unfolded? Okay. Why not? Right. You know? And like I said, that is not a spoiler. That's the first sentence of the first page. These are crimes I am guilty of. I make no pretense. But when he tells the story... Then you start to understand the reason behind the charges of how they came about. What happened? Why did you do this? What made you do this? And as I said, you're not going to get all the answers in book one. You're not going to get all the answers in book two. Book three will tie up everything. But that's because this was made as a trilogy. The reason why it's a trilogy, I had so much information, the book would be the size of War and Peace if I kept it in. 
I broke it up into two. Still way too long. It ended up being three. With three distinct stories, but they're all connected by the Wetico influence. That is the stitching. That is the lace that ties the three together. You will need to either read or see how that comes about and what is going to happen to Mark Hawkins once the Odins decide to make their verdict. Is he still going to be a life protector? Is he going to be, is his memory going to be wiped clean? Is he going to be de-augmented and sent back to Earth? What's going to happen to him? Why? Still to come. Still to come. <laughs> that's, that's the best, best way to put it and the best way to leave us uh, on our edge of our seats right here. So, but, well, we thank you so much, uh, you know, Mr. Brown. Uh, oh, please call me Eric. <laughs> okay, uh, Eric. Okay. <laughs> so, Eric, so, so, uh, so, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we, we just had an awesome conversation with author and creator um, Eric uh, Peter Brown. Uh, so he is the author of The Supremacy. Uh, but, you know, I like to refer to him as a creator. He is uh, a, a creator of the, of the, the great works here. Uh, that is in place and, you know, and it's going to be groundbreaking uh, for a lot of us to, you know, to experience and to enjoy. Uh, so be on the lookout for uh, this great work. You can go back, as he referred to, um, you can go back and check out the old work. On, it is available on Amazon Supremacy. Uh, mm-hmm. the week of, uh, the week Get it while it's still available, because as I understand it, um, had they had a talk, they have to remove it yeah, because I'm no longer with that company. You can, but I would say, save your money. Don't buy this version of it. Yeah. Wait till the new version comes out. It will be less expensive because it will be marketed at a reasonable price. That is when I would say, go buy it. Yeah, go buy, go have a field day at that point. And it looks like it will come faster too, because I'm looking on Amazon, and and, and it looks like it's not going to ship as fast. The hardcover edition. So yeah, I definitely will take uh, Eric's advice on this. So <laughs> so so yeah. Yeah, and um, and I am doing. It will be available in hard copy, paperback, and ebook. Great, fabulous. So uh, thank you so much, Eric. I want you to hold the line here. Uh, Certainly. And thank you very much. I appreciate for being here. I had a great time. Yeah, you, you've been quite enjoyable. Uh, so so uh, until next time, ladies and gentlemen, I'm your host, Marcus Hart. Uh, many blessings, peace, and lots of love, and happy holidays. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.